Hello Highland Middle School. We're back for another episode of the HMS podcast. Before we get to today's conversation, just a few announcements and reminders. First of all, locker cleanout. We still have about 40 lockers in each grade level that have not yet been cleaned out. You are free to come into the building Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 1.30. Also this evening, tonight, Thursday, May 21st, the building will be open from 5.30 to 8 p.m. However, this will be the last evening locker cleanout. <clears throat> also, if you have a school Chromebook or a school mobile hotspot and you're finished using that, you may return that here to the middle school at any time as well. Also, in those hours of 7.30 to 1.30. As I said, today is May 21st. You have about two weeks, a little less than two weeks, to still get school work done. Remember, no new assignments have been assigned since last Friday, so you can use this last few weeks of time to get caught up, to submit things for feedback, to submit final products, to take focus area assessments. You have until June 3rd. Don't stress. Our conversation today is another rebroadcast. I think we're down to maybe the last one that I accidentally deleted as we've been going through this podcast together. But our conversation today is a rebroadcast of Mrs. Schlingman. I think you really enjoyed it the first time, so give it a listen again. Hello, Mr. Slingman. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of our podcast. I'm really excited for you to be joining us. So let's get started. Uh, First question is just tell all of our listeners about you. Oh, hey. Um, Well, I am Mrs. Schlingman. I am the art teacher at the middle school. I've been working at Highland for maybe 11 years. I think this is my 11th year. So, wow. (laughs) I have two kids. My son is five and my daughter is two and I have a wonderful husband. We live down in the um, Columbus area, kind of the Powell area. Um, And I am an avid runner. A lot of people that I work with and my students know I'm a bit of a health nut. So that's something that I really love to do. (laughs) So, and we'll get to that here in a few minutes about how, um, you know, how important staying physically active is and and those types of things. So, Mr. Schlingman, what is, what is the biggest challenge that you're facing with our current situation? Yeah, um, you know, I think it's family structure right now. <laughs> for me, it's um, trying to make sure that I'm doing quality work for my students while also having my little ones running around. They are, you know, they demand a lot of attention. Um, I did, you know, have my daughter up on my husband's shoulders the other day working while he was on call and stuff. So it's just kind of comical to try to entertain them while working at the same time, you know, that kind of thing. So just kind of balancing family life versus work. What does your daily schedule look like then? Oh man, I'm up very early because <laughs> that's my window. So I'm up about five to get my run in or my workout in. Um, I try to have that time also afterwards before the kids wake up to get a head start on my work, um, you know, answering emails and things like that that I might have missed overnight. 
And then after that, it's pretty much hit the ground running with the kids waking up and feeding them and entertaining them and hitting the email some more and <laughs> all that good stuff. There's not really too much order to it, but you know, it's, it starts very early and exhausted in the end. <laughs> yes. So, you know, teaching art is obviously a very hands-on, um, you know, a very hands-on class, a lot of interactive projects. So what has art class looked like for you now from a distance learning standpoint? Yeah, it's it's been a little bit of a challenge. Um, right now, I'm just trying to supply some options for students to kind of see where art looks like online. So I'm going through Google Classroom right now. Um, we sort of left off with some projects that they were continuing at home. And there's also some smaller projects that they are doing too that they can do at home, starting with small, like simpler supplies. Um, but then after that, I kind of want to dive into more of the video aspect of it, <laughs> doing some demonstrations in that way. I'm sure they'll get sick of hearing from me, but a lot of it's more um, surprising to hear from the students and what they're creating on their own. You know, I kind of have to give a shout out to the Winklefoos family. They were doing some really cool stuff as a family following somebody off of Facebook. Um, and they created that as their family time too. So I thought that was really, really neat. So, yeah. That's awesome. We had Owen on as a guest earlier this week and he was talking about some of the different activities they've been doing as a family. That's great. You know, a lot of our students have shared with me, have shared with Mrs. James, you know, that they're stressed out about all the uncertainty um, in our world right now and what the rest of the school year looks like and what home looks like. How can art be therapy for students that are maybe experiencing some stress? Yeah, um, you know, art is a beautiful way to, you know, cope with how we might feel. Um, you know, especially any hardships or challenges that we're having. And in fact, a lot of beautiful artwork was created because of, you know, how these famous art artists were going through hardships in their life. Um, so, you know, it's very useful to use to keep your mind off of things. It's useful also to help face what's also in front of you. You know, you can draw a picture of that uncertainty. You can see what that looks like as a symbol. Um, you can go outside and create and maybe escape from everything. Um, so it's, there's a lot of different avenues with art and it's just really cool to see what comes out of sometimes the ugly and something that could also be, you know, something where you're trying to escape and be in some sort of happy place in a way. So, um, you know, my neighbors are really, I need to do like a shout out to them because if you walk around our neighborhood right now, you'll see in everybody's window, the artwork that the families are making while you walk by. So it's really cool to see, you know, flowers and some really crazy emoji faces, you know, and um, what makes them happy. And even the sidewalk chalk was cool. <laughs> you know, the sidewalk chalk was so awesome out there. Um, so that's what right now is making them happy. And, and I don't know, I just feel like art is this, this visual aspect of communicating how you might be, you know, feeling during a time that might be a bit of a struggle. What would you say to those people, not just students, but adults as well, that just say, I'm just not an artist, or I'm not very good at drawing or painting. I can't do any of that kind of stuff. <laughs> what would you say to those people? Good. Go make some ugly art. <laughs> no, um, no matter your ability level, it's like I said, it's like some kind of escape. It's just kind of, we all can make something, right? So, I mean, 
go out and build something with nature. Take some leaves and start stamping with them. Um, you know, smear some mud with some food coloring and see what happens out there. So it doesn't necessarily have to have some kind of likeness to something. It could just be very, you know, abstract. You know, that's a really a good way of doing and still creating. That's not necessarily, you know, realistic if that's what your concern is. Oh, you know, I can't draw a person. I can only draw a stick figure is what I hear a lot. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's just, you know, capturing the moment in time and what that feeling is like is just, you know, can be expressed through color. It can be expressed through a mishmash of shapes or lines. So, yeah. When you are, you know, using art as therapy or you're, you're working independently, what are some projects that you currently have going on that kind of help you do those things that you're talking about, maybe escaping or giving, kind of framing a positive outlook on things? Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll look to previous artists. You know, I like to think of like Keith Haring's a very joyful, expressive artist where a lot of his artwork is these figures in motion and um, these crazy colors that are very vibrant. Um, but right now, <laughs> I wish I had more time to do a lot of my own art, but <laughs> it's currently done through my kids, which uh -huh. is pretty cool. So I'm sitting here having art time with my kids and showing them how to draw, you know, an anglerfish the other day, you know, or dinosaurs and things like that. So, um, you know, if I were to have a choice to create something right now, it would be something that would be more constructive with my hands. I like to build or construct in that way. Um, you know, maybe it would be something that's like this giant heart that's, you know, just expressing love for people and that empathy for people. Um, yeah, I think that would be about where I would be at. <laughs> What has been the, I, I guess, how do I want to word this question? So obviously there's a ton of projects that occur throughout the year in creative art and art class. What is one project that maybe um, kids are not going to be able to do or to finish this year uh, with our time frame right now that you would have loved for them to be able to finish? Oh, we were just getting ready to start our um, sixth grade mini clay castles. Like we had just gone through the demonstration and producing all the stuff in preparation for it. And I feel so bad because, yeah, we, we got the notice that kids were going to be going home and doing all this. And we had to just kind of deconstruct everything that they had because yeah. that clay would have been wasted. So I do feel so bad because that's, that's a fun one. That's a mm -hmm. good one. And I also feel bad some of the ceiling tiles that weren't finished painted, you know, yet. So hopefully those will, when we do return, those will get done and hung up and displayed for everybody to see. So you touched on this a little bit, but talk, talk to us a little bit about how you're passing your time when you're not working on schoolwork, not answering emails or not, you know, communicating with students. What are some things that you and your family are doing to pass all of this free time that we now have? Okay. Um, yeah. So I mentioned, you know, working out is a good one. We, I try to get out and run. Um, especially outside. I'm very blessed to have a metro park right by me, so just kind of zip right in there. Um, lots of family fort building, <laughs> becoming a master fort builder. Uh, it's pretty great. Um, we did just have a pretty epic um, pillow fight battle. I got tag teamed on that one. That one was rough. Um, <laughs> but just a lot of family time where we're going outside and doing bike rides, and we just we have a small creek in the backyard too, and exploring that and diving into there. So really embracing the family life right now just taking that time for each other obviously you know we miss our students in the building tremendously so 
what message or words of encouragement would you like to share with our Highland Middle School students? Oh, I miss being on the journey that they take creatively, being by their side to see their ideas come to life. Um, that's one of um, one of the greatest things I like about my job is to seeing those ideas come 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 to you know just out there and open for everybody to enjoy. So I miss being by their side and guiding them along the way with that because it's it's hard doing this. And you know, I know a lot of teachers have said this before about not stressing and it's, it's hard. I understand that. I am starting to see a lot of stress happening with, you know, just some of my neighbor friends too. And it's, it's something, like I said, you can maybe hopefully take it out on an art journal or just maybe figure out how to do it creatively as mentioned before. But yeah, it's, it's tough. And I just miss you guys <laughs> terribly. <laughs> it's, it's appropriate that today's episode is going to air on Monday, April 6th, which is the first day of our Scott's Spread Hope Spirit Week from Home. And Monday's theme, today's theme is brighten someone's day by wearing brighter neon clothes or being colorful. Um, and so our random act of kindness for today that we're asking kids is to send a positive note to someone. So I think that's just very fitting, um, being from the art world, being colorful, um, any final thoughts, Mr. Schlingman, that you would like to share? Any advice you would like to give? Any shout outs? Um, we certainly miss you as well, uh, being in the building and um, providing art uh, for our kids. So any final thoughts? Um, if I, you know, just maybe think about being generous. Think about ways that you could create something for somebody. You know, I just had some some of my kids make um, artwork to send to loved ones that they can't see right now, or even like a thank you to the nurses that you might know or people that are in the hospital, you know, just things like that would be a nice way, like you said, sending kindness. I think that's awesome. So maybe do it visually. Why not? But yeah, just as far as words of encouragement, hang in there, hang in there and just, you know, embrace where you're at and take it one day at a time. Oh, I love that. I think that is a great idea. I, I've been, I heard one time that anytime you're feeling um, like scared or uncertain, go help someone. Yeah. So I think that is, that is awesome advice. Mr. Schlingman, thank you so much for joining me today. This was a lot of fun. Um, I know I miss you, the kids miss you, and hopefully we can see everybody soon. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you once again for joining us for another episode of our podcast. If you are interested in being a part of our conversation, please let me know, email me, call me, and we will set up a time to interview you. Have a great rest of the day.